0: In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. A few years ago, I was asked to give a talk on leadership to all the pastors in our district at one of our district conferences. To bring a bit of biblical focus to the topic, I used the icon of John the Baptizer, whose leadership skills you may remember killed him. This is how it went for the Baptizer. Faithfully as a prophet, He complained that King Herod had stolen his brother's wife. And so they put him in prison, and they cut off his head, and they put it in a bowl, and they gave it to King Herod for a birthday present. When he heard the news, Jesus said, Among those born of women, there has risen no one greater than John the Baptizer. So John is the greatest man ever born. When he heard the talk, one of the bigwigs, one of the leaders at the conference, said very loudly, but under his breath, but nevertheless loudly enough for the whole room to hear, faithfulness is not enough. Nicodemus, says the gospel text, was a leader of the Jews, polished, rich, respected, a Pharisee, member of the sanhedrin he is a ruler of his people who would do well at a leadership conference but faithfulness for nicodemus that is still an open question this morning nicodemus is still in the dark whatever he knows and whomever he has been following has left him deeply unsatisfied Last week in the gospel lesson, we learned from the story of Jesus' temptations why we are unsatisfied. Whenever we settle for anything less than the gifts of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we will remain undone. While Satan is quite willing to give any one of you some or another iteration of power, food, status, success, notoriety, popularity, love, even leadership, any power or anything that comes from Satan will never be enough for you. It will never satisfy you. It will always leave you hungrier and weaker and poorer and deader than you were before. Because what Satan has to offer does not cure what ails each one of you. Sensing all of that in himself, Nicodemus comes to Jesus at night. It is a bit of irony in the text. Night is the time of shadows and chaos and danger. So night mimics Nicodemus' own life. He arrives to see Jesus hungry and unsatisfied, needy and confused, hoping that Jesus will help him understand hoping that Jesus will be a glimmer of light in the darkness. But as Nicodemus begins to beg for answers, Jesus becomes more incomprehensible than ever. Jesus speaks about birth and wind, two of the most mysterious and uncontrollable forces on earth. To see the kingdom of God says, Jesus, you must be born again, or more literally, you must be born from above. You must be born of water and the Spirit. And beyond that, the Spirit is very difficult to get a grip on. You can't catch the Spirit or control it. The Spirit is like the wind. The Spirit blows where it wills. And when it wants. Nicodemus seems stunned and he becomes more confused. How does that work, he asks Jesus. And Jesus genuinely seems surprised. At his question. But instead of answering, Jesus piles on more mystery. Nicodemus, you're a leader, a leader of the Jews, and you don't get this? It's me. I drop down from heaven like Jacob's ladder. And I'm going back to heaven on a pole like Moses' snake. And I'm here to let you all know that wrath does not belong to my father's nature. Nope. He is a loving God. And he sent me, his only son, to die for the life of the world, the whole world, Jew and Gentile, for those who love me and even for those who hate me. Good night and sweet dreams. And the conversation is over. Often the first thing that we expect from our leaders is understanding. We expect our leaders to have vision. We expect them to define the world and then to control it by speaking clearly and acting decisively. But that did not happen here. Despite his long private tutorial from Jesus, Nicodemus still did not understand him. Nicodemus left, and when he left, he could not describe him, he could not define him and he certainly could not control him. So what does that mean? Does that mean that Nicodemus is a failure? Or does it mean that perhaps Jesus has some other Nicodemus in mind? Some other kind of leader? And some other notion of faith that lies beyond understanding. I have a friend, a very bright friend, who has a PhD and has written several books who, oddly enough, insists that understanding is overrated. And after reading this text in John chapter 3, he just might be right. When Nicodemus left that night, he did not get what Jesus was talking about. He did not understand. He did not get it. But he did get Jesus. And he did obey. After this, we meet Nicodemus only two more times in the scripture. The first time he is speaking... In John chapter 7, he is defending Jesus against the Pharisees. The second and last time he is doing, in John chapter 19, it is Nicodemus who has stayed when all the other disciples have fled. And it is Nicodemus who takes the body down from the cross and brings the spices to bury him. He is still a leader, but his leadership is not marked by understanding, but by faithfulness. It is marked by obedience and not by control, even without understanding everything, without a clear vision, without defining Jesus, without controlling him, Nicodemus still speaks clearly and acts decisively because he trusts Jesus' vision for the world. Jesus does not always give us easy answers. Sometimes he gives us answers that we cannot begin to understand How he hides his body and blood in the Eucharist for our forgiveness and community. Or how water and the name given to us in baptism actually guarantees heaven. Or how words of absolution that are born by the Spirit actually make wrongs right. Or ultimately, why in the world he chose to give his own life on the cross in death so that you could live. These are things we cannot begin to understand. But real leaders in the church are never marked by their understanding of everything that is Jesus. He is the Son of God, the second member of the Trinity, and utterly incomprehensible. Real leaders are marked by faithfulness, by trusting Jesus' vision of the world, by trusting how Jesus defines it and Jesus controls it. John the Baptizer, the leading man among men, died in prison with his head chopped off without ever understanding why Jesus did not salt the world With fire and brimstone in judgment. Nicodemus, the leading Jew among the Jews, buried Jesus on Good Friday without understanding what would happen on Easter morning. And all of you, real leaders, real Christians, real disciples, Are marked by their obedience, by their faithfulness to Jesus, even when they don't understand Him, even when they disagree with Him, and even when they don't like Him very much. Faithfulness is not enough, faithfulness is everything. Faithfulness is all there is. Faithfulness is the only thing. So once again this year in Lent, Jesus comes to meet you, bidding you to follow him as light glimmering in the darkness. Jesus Christ, the light of the world, the light no darkness can overcome. Knowing that you all will not always be able to see where you are going and knowing that on many days you frankly won't like it very much but trusting yourself to Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, Jesus who is here again to meet you this morning, to gather you, to guide you, to stay with you, to satisfy you, to feed you, to love you, and someday to bring you home to a place where there is no confusion, where there is no darkness, where there is no hunger, where there are no shadows, no chaos, no danger, to be with him forever.